Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com, on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Gina Anderson-Cohen, and this week we are throwing it back to our 33rd episode of the podcast. We're now in the 250s, so we've been doing this for a while, but we really wanted to share a special look back at an episode with Allison Felix. And upon listening to this episode, it's honestly kind of a time capsule right before Allison's life changed. We talked to her in 2017, December of 2017, Cindy Kuzma, who was on our team helping us with the podcast at that point, chatted with her while she was in Abu Dhabi with the Special Olympics. This was also about a year before Allison had her baby. And the baby was really the mark of when things changed for Allison. Her sponsorship with Nike was on the rocks. She started asking big questions about why women, uh, specifically female athletes, were going through so much trouble during their maternity leave, why their sponsorships were in question, why everyone assumed they couldn't come back. And she started asking those questions aloud, in particular in an op-ed for the New York Times. She really challenged the status quo in that op-ed and ended up signing with Athleta. Um, she talks in this episode of the podcast about her big goal. Again, this was 2017 of competing in the Olympics in Tokyo, um, which were planned for 2020 and were delayed until just this summer. Allison, as we know, did compete in those Olympics and she won a lot of medals. Um, she now has 15 Olympic medals. At the time of this interview, she had nine Olympic medals. She is one of the most decorated sprinters of all time. Um, so we would say she was worth that sponsorship dough. Allison talks about also her relationship with Kobe Bryant um, a little bit in this episode, who challenged her um, to coach some athletes for the Special Olympics. Again, a, a time capsule moment. As, as we know, uh, we lost Kobe Bryant in 2020. So this episode to us is really a look back. Uh, one at Allison's methods and her training and her recovery, uh, because we know now, we knew before too, uh, that she's a force to be reckoned with and her training methods work. So here is Cindy Kuzma with Allison. Uh, you'll hear that the audio is a little choppy because they, again, recorded it on the phone while she was in Abu Dhabi coaching athletes who were training for the Special Olympics. Girl, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. Well, Allison, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Now, you, Allison Felix, have 25 medals in total, nine Olympic medals, six of them gold, 16 world championship medals, 11 of them gold. And if I caught any of that wrong, feel free to correct me. I think I, I think I counted right. <laughs> All good. <laughs> um, we got goals. We typically ask people about a major goal they've achieved and how they got there. But those kinds of goals are just so... So out of this world, I mean, how do you even approach massive goals like those? And and how do you do it in a way that's helped you sustain such a successful career for so long? Yeah, I think that, well, for me, it's really helpful to break a goal down. Because even for myself, you know, when I think about the things that I want to accomplish, I've always been someone who sets my goals really high. But I think at times, you know, you can set a goal and it can just seem a bit overwhelming. And so that I have noticed that in my career. And so I've always tried to kind of work backwards and think about, you know, how am I going to accomplish this? But what does that look like 
how can I break that goal down into what I need to do each month or each week all the way down to uh, something a week or even setting a daily goal. And so that's always helped big goals to seem more manageable and just more of a reality. And so that's something that I've done over the years to help me get through. So whether that looks like getting through a workout in certain times for a specific day or even to the sense of I want to do something that takes me out of my comfort zone. I want to try a different event, something that I'm not as comfortable with. Those are all smaller goals that help me reach some of the bigger ones that can feel just a little uh, harder to achieve. Oh, that makes so so much sense. And I feel like a lot of times when I talk to accomplished athletes, they do, they have process goals like that that sort of take Mm -hmm. them to those bigger goals. When you think back over all that, I mean, can you pinpoint one accomplishment that's been the most meaningful to you or do they all have their own special meaning? I think they definitely all have different meanings, especially different parts of the journey and different times in life. But one that immediately comes to my mind is winning my first individual gold medal at the Olympics. And that happened for me in 2012, but before that, I it was actually at my third Olympics. And so um, I had been to two games prior and had gotten silver medals to the same person. And so mm-hmm. to me, accomplishing that goal really just meant a lot because it was eight years of being dedicated and sacrificing and having doubts, you know, if it's ever going to come together. So being able accomplish that goal represented so much for myself and also all the people who supported me, you know, all the people who were on my team and who helped me to to get to that moment. It's just, it was such a group effort as well. So that's one that sticks out in my mind as being um, a huge accomplishment. You mentioned the support of your team and also some of the challenges that you faced, right? I know you've you've had injuries, you've had defeats, but obviously those haven't stood in the way of of your incredible success. How do you overcome those to stay confident in your abilities and and focus on the bigger picture? I'm guessing your your support system plays a role in that, but, but what else would you say about how you overcome obstacles in that way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's no easy way around it. Sometimes you're just in a tough situation and it's just difficult and it just can take some time. I think taking a break always helps refreshing my mind. After each season, I try to take a good six weeks away from the track. And so when I've dealt with whether it's, you know, not achieving goals, dealing with disappointment and failure, I've always tried to just take a lesson away from it, you know, learn something, give my mind a break, give my body a break so that I can come back to it refreshed. And that's always helped when I've had, you know, whether it's a devastating injury or a devastating loss, you know, sometimes you just need time to process that. I don't think I ever really get over those Mm -hmm. moments, but they're always fuel, you know, they've been taught me so much. I can look back on some of the worst losses that I've had in the biggest moments of my career and I can be thankful for them because through them I have learned the most about myself, about um, character and integrity and doing things the right way that I feel like in the end have allowed me to see success later on. Mm. So it's almost like they weren't necessarily setbacks but maybe sort of like essential steps in your in your eventual <laughs> journey forward. For sure, you know, and it's hard to realize that in the moment, you know. I think that's for anyone when you're in the midst of, you know, the trenches of going through something. It's hard to have the vision to be able to see past it. But I think, you know, a lot of times it can be necessary. Well, I, I know your trip right now is on behalf of Play Unified in this Special Olympics, which 
create opportunities for individuals with intellectual disabilities and that you've also done some work in the Middle East um, with Right to Play, which which helps children facing adversity. So I wondered if you could tell me a little bit about why it's important to you to help other athletes, especially those who are facing some significant obstacles in their way to achieve their goals. Yeah, to me, it's, I, I really love to do things, um, you know, that I'm passionate about. And sport has really just changed my life. It's given me so many opportunities. And so for me, it's a privilege to get involved with some of these different organizations that are close to my heart. And as you mentioned, Special Olympics is one of them, and it's the reason that I'm that I'm here. And um, I'm really excited that Abu Dhabi is going to be the host in 2019 of these World Games. And I think the biggest reason is just the lasting legacy that I feel it will have on this part of the world. I think it's just such a movement, and we're talking about really changing um, perception of people with intellectual disabilities and giving them and their families a sense of pride. I think a lot of times these individuals are, in a sense, hidden here, and these games are really changing that and allowing just greater inclusion. So it's um, a cause that is really close to my heart, and I'm just excited that I think that this will have a a huge impact on, on the world. Well, that's a huge goal, um, and I mean, it must be really rewarding to work with people who are sort of reaching their individual goals and in pursuit of that of that, <laughs> that really big goal. Do you kind of see that? Do you see like that individual involvement in sports helping these people achieve other goals in their lives too and, and then having that bigger impact? Oh, for sure. To me, it's like, it's really, I love what I do. I love to be able to compete and you know, it's something I'm passionate about, but to me, this kind of work is just so meaningful. It truly changes lives, and so to be able to be a part of that, and as you mentioned, see people um, reach their individual goals, it's a different type of rewarding. You know, you were able to really see it up close, and um, the impact not only on that individual, but their family, and in in sense, a, a whole culture of people is very, very special. Now, there is a small element of competition for you here, too, right? Or, or a challenge, at least, from Kobe Bryant? Is that is that how this, some of this came oh. out? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yes, the specific trip. Yes, it did. Um, I've been involved with Special Olympics before, but yes, he did challenge me to specifically coach some Special Olympic athletes in my expertise area of sprinting. So, we were able to make that happen yesterday, and we held a clinic and got to do some some really cool work. So had to accept the challenge. In your athletic career, I know 2018 is a non-championship year, and and it, your next major event then might be the World Championship in in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. That's a goal that's a little bit farther away. So how will you stay motivated and, and focused to work toward it? Yeah, it can be it can be challenging because, you know, sometimes those goals that are further away, it's hard to be in touch with them. You know, it feels like you have time and it, it can be a little more challenging. So for me, you know, again, going back to breaking those goals down and that each year, each season is really a stepping stone to ultimate goals. Like you said, the 2019 World Championships and even the 2020 Olympic Games. So I really do look at it as that. I look at it as an opportunity for me to work on some of the smaller things, some technical things, as well to give my body a little break of just the intensity of year after year of the championship, especially now um, getting older and um, being in the 15th season of my career. It's just an opportunity to train and compete smarter and to focus on 
quality over quantity has been another goal that as an athlete can be challenging, but, but this year is, is helpful to do that. Right. Yeah, that, that was another question I had for you, too, like whether that sort of equation of balancing hard work and rest has, has changed a little bit as your career has progressed, and it sounds like it has, and you're always fine-tuning that. Yeah, it is. It, it's probably one of the hardest things, though, <laughs> you know, as an athlete. And I think, you know, just competitive people in general, you know, you, you have this idea of, you know, the more work you do, the harder the work is, you know, the more progress you'll see. And, you know, as as time goes on, you learn that that's not always the case. You have to definitely get wiser with the work that you do and get creative and recovery is important. And there's all these other aspects. And so, it can be challenging because, you know, it's not the way you traditionally think, but it is very beneficial, you know, getting that part of the game right. So you mentioned Tokyo 2020, and, and we certainly hope we'll see you there. Besides this sort of balance that we've talked about, you know, what do you think will be the most important? You know, what, how are you how are you aiming to achieve that big goal, and what do you think will be most important in, in getting you there? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a big one. I mean, my fifth Olympic team, and so for me, it would be a dream come true, but um, there's definitely challenges in the way. I think the biggest thing is staying healthy, mm-hmm. both taking care of my body and just making sure all those things are in line and just staying, you know, staying as competitive as I can, you know, um, training-wise. And so I think it'll be kind of a combination of all those things. But I'm really excited. I, I love to challenge myself. I love to do something, you know, that doesn't come easy. And so I'm I'm looking forward to the whole process and journey. And then I'm curious, too, you know, if, even if that if that happens and there'll still be a time in, in a next phase for you, right, a, a career beyond sports or in sport in a different way, um, do you do you have in mind goals right now for that future or is it something that you will think about more when you <laughs> when you're when you're <laughs> getting there? <laughs> yeah, definitely um been thinking about it of course and just really wanting to do things I'm passionate about and so to kind of do more of the work that I've been doing with organizations like Special Olympics, like like to play. I have passion for children, and so I want to definitely work with kids in some capacity. And so, yeah, right now, kind of putting together what that will specifically look like, but definitely it's on my mind and um, thinking about, you know, the transition to the next journey, the next phase of my career. Wonderful. Well, Allison, I can't thank you enough for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. I know we're about out of time. Um, before I let you go, how can people follow your training and, and all of your important work with, with organizations like the Special Olympics? Oh, sure. Well, it's been it's been great to talk to you. Um, you can definitely follow me on social media. On Twitter, I'm just Allison Felix, and on Instagram, I'm AS85. And so, um, yeah, I'll definitely be keeping um, everyone posted with all the things that I'm up to. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, we look forward to, to keeping up with you. Um, not that we could really keep up with you, but uh, the following along. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much you for your so time, much. Allison. Really Take care. It. This has been another episode of We Got Goals, which is in a sweatlife.com production. Thanks to Cindy Kuzma for allowing us to throw it back to this episode, to Allison Felix for being amazing, vocal, and inspiring, and to Ryan Deffitt for editing this podcast episode this week. And thanks to all of you, our community.